Will not be slothful. 
Do you know that on Tuesday it was our mommy's birthday? It was Elfie Lucille's birthday. So if you didn't have the opportunity to say happy birthday to her, when you see her after the church, you go to her and say, Mommy, happy birthday. Happy birthday. May God bless you, Mommy. We cherish you a lot. We have come to the most important part of the service this morning, and that is the word. And we have in our midst our papa, our daddy, the most anointed preacher, evangelist, teacher in our midst. Why don't you rise your feet and help me welcome my father, your pastor, Pastor Grace. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for this awesome time. In your mighty, mighty presence, we pray that today you will speak to us in a special way. Touch our hearts and minister to us, Lord, that we will not be the same ever again. Come by your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Hallelujah. Before I preach quickly, uh, some technical person, if Pastor Charlie is around, I want these lights to be on. That's the purpose of the lights because the camera cannot really show a good picture if it's dark. Amen. There's a problem there. Said when you can't just run there. Somebody tried before. It didn't work. There's too much plugs there. So somebody else must come and fix that for me. And then we will be okay. Amen. Are you blessed? Are you happy? Good to see you all and um, good to know that God is doing great things in our lives. Amen. This morning we had a little demonstration and uh, I decided to put for us, uh, that's better, decided to put a building table here and it's because it is the year of building. It is what? year of building. I see some are excited, some is just not excited. But the, 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 my purpose is to get you all excited. Amen. It's a hard purpose, but it's there. So 
thank you for everyone that comes to Yarp so diligently every Saturday. Yesterday was really hard work. We moved heavy, heavy uh, steel columns that tractors are supposed to move and cranes. But because we wanted to save the church some money, which we did, the men came together and we lifted it up. The Bible says in Genesis, if the people are one, nothing will be impossible for them. If the people are one. So if you are not yet part of what we're doing, I give you a chance. Come in and join a team of champions so that we can work together to accomplish great things for the Lord. The ladies are also included in this that you can do anything that you can possibly do. Yes, a couple of ladies that are here every Saturday, some just to assist me, some to help to make the food for the men. And as Pastor Charlie this morning said, it's not insignificant. If the men cannot eat a sandwich, they don't have energy. Because their energy burns up at 11, then again at 1, it's finished. So constant feeding gives them strength to do the work. Is there an amen from the men? So we are done well yesterday. There's the group, you see. Shaka Zulu and the Warriors. Is it wonderful? Yeah, we have come to work. We are building a church. It will be a big indictment if you come under this big roof to celebrate with us and have cake and tea and you didn't do anything. If you were a man. Pastor Charlie said something. I like it what he said. He said, if you are a woman and you're not married, then you must come here secretly and stand on the side to look at men that are working. Then he said, because it is a sign of what they will do when you marry one of them. But if you choose one that's not here, you'll be going to work in the taxi six o'clock in the morning. That one will still be sleeping. Is it a good idea? I think it's a good idea. As you want to see real hardworking men, you come here and have a look. Okay, that one, that one, that one. And then you ask pastor and then I will also certify it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now we've been really blessed and you can see every Sunday you come, things are moving. Or you didn't see. It's our year of building. Today I want to preach something that is on my heart. Uh, I spoke about this some time ago, but I never preached it. Today I want to preach it. I want somebody to take notes if you can. I'm sure it's recorded, so it's good. I'm now using some of the recordings and putting them into book form. See, then that's the best way to do it. I'm talking about the mistake of Peter. The mistake of Simon Peter. Hallelujah. How many of you have made mistakes before? We all make mistakes, isn't it? The Bible sometimes refers to mistake as a sin. So the question could be, how many of you have sinned before? Yeah. We ask it in our crusades. How many of you have stolen before? Then they say, I've stolen. So it's wrong, it's a mistake. Shouldn't steal. How many of you have lied before? Then you see many hands go up and those who never put up their hands, they're telling the first lie in that service. How many of you have been jealous before? 
we see most ladies hands go up because it's a problem with women jealousy amen how many of you have lusted before then all the men's hands go up because men normally lust after women that's why we got our wives in any case it's also something that pulled us to them say amen men don't be afraid of the woman so i want to talk about the mistake of peter the mistake of peter if you have bibles matthew 16 verse 21 matthew 16 21 i want to encourage you while you getting dressed for church on a sunday morning all of you that attend the late service or the, the middle service the morning service is on radio so if i'm you i'll put it on and while i'm dressing i can hear the service and i'm getting ready because pastor charlie often preaches in the early service and he, the lord really uses him to give us great revelation like this morning we were so blessed he preached from matthew 6:33 seek ye first the kingdom he spoke about pro- what will make you prosper hey such a blessing i hope you all prosper i pray that you prosper as your soul prospers but there's there's a secret to prosperity Pastor Charlie spoke about it this morning so you missed it but it was awesome. Amen. If you don't want to prosper I think something's wrong with you. Everybody wants to prosper. Unless you have a poor mind. Now you will notice that our church is all about transforming the lives of people. How? You see it's easy to say this but how? By renewing the mind. Easy problem. Capsule in your cup. Easy problem. But I can renew your mind with gibberish, with rubbish, with philosophy, psychology, anthropology. No, but I'm renewing your mind through the word of God. The word of God is the wisdom of God. Beautiful. The wisdom of God is foolishness to man. Ay! But to us who follow it. Ah, he who loves last, he loves the best. Glory to God. So we want to follow God's wisdom, not earthly wisdom. God's great wisdom. Amen. Did I say Matthew 16:21? Amen. From that time Yes, I want you guys to play this morning so keep your bass ready, all right? Don't don't play that other music. Uh, rather if he's tired then you swap over. How's that? Is Franco here behind the mask in case you didn't know. Clap for Franco. We don't see him as often because he married a wife. <laughs> But he's still here. He's still here. Through all the toils and the snares. He's still here. From that time forth Jesus began to show himself unto his disciples. How that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer. Everybody say suffer. Suffer many things of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed. Wow. And be raised again the third day. He's telling his disciples what's going to happen to him. Actually They didn't listen because it was after he 
was dead and resurrected, he told the two guys on the road to Emmaus, remember I told you that this must happen to me and you guys didn't believe. They said, oh, now it's real. It was the story. 22, please. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. This is old English, but in the NLT, Bevan will put it up there. It says, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him. Hey! You see now, the servant is reprimanding the master. It's not right. Is it correct? It's, not, it's incorrect. And began to reprimand him for saying such things. He said, heaven forbid, Lord. He said, this will never happen to you. Jesus said, I must go and I must die. I must suffer. Say suffer. suffer. Yeah. And Peter said, no, 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 no. There's no need to suffer. Not when we are around. We will protect you. We will fight for you. We will fight the Romans. We will fight the chief priests. We will fight the temple guards. Oi! try. We will protect you. Do you think Jesus was proud of the saying? Do you think Jesus was happy that his assistant is trying to stand up for him? No, listen. Jesus turned to Peter and said, Get away from me, Satan. You are a dangerous trap to me. You are seeing things merely from a human point of view. Not from God's point of view. Continue that piece, please. Then Jesus said to his disciples, are you all listening to me? If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn away or turn from your selfish ways. Amen. How many of you are followers of Jesus? How many of you are followers of Jesus? I only see some hands. Those whose hands are not up when I make an altar call, you please come forward, kneel down, and become followers of Jesus today. Amen. Because if you don't follow Jesus, you are actually following the devil. There is no demilitarized zone. You are either Jesus or the devil. Don't think you're in between. In between, you are deceived. You actually belong to say. Jesus told the people who didn't believe in him, you are of your father, the devil. Then Jesus said to his disciples, if any of you want to be my follower, you must turn from your ways, take up your cross and follow me. Beautiful, isn't it? Take up your what? Take up your cross. If you want to go to the garden, you see the crosses there. It must remind you of my sermon today. Amen. Verse 26, oh, verse 25. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Hallelujah. Let's see another verse. And what you, <clears throat> on what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Amen. So in the text that I just read to you, you find the encounter of Jesus explaining to his disciples that he must suffer. Say again, suffer. 
He must go to the cross. Say cross. And Peter, by thinking he's going to protect Jesus, he made a big mistake. I want to uh, bring your attention to the fact that most people, when they talk about Peter's mistake, Peter was the chief. Jesus had 12 disciples, in case you don't know. Let me imagine I'm preaching to a church that never heard the gospel before. He had 12, but Peter was like the main guy. Are you with me? Peter was the fisherman who Jesus came to in the beginning at the boat and, and told him, can I use your boat? And Peter said, okay. And that's when he also caught a lot of fish. Hallelujah. Jesus made him the main man, but he was a bitchy demakai. He was rough. He wasn't like a university student or a doctor or lawyer. He was a fisherman. Van Fuss is a fisherman. Der daad, die visser het beloof, voor donker sal hy kom. Sal jy die seel sien wit blink, daar by die berge om. Sy liefste wou nie hy nie, hy wou om nie laat keer. Hy was a dapper visser, hy taar die wilste weer. En toe die nacht verdonker, het zwaar die sê gebrom. Verlaten was sy liefste, hy is verewig stom. Thank you, thank you very much, thank you very much. was a fisherman strong bold wasn't afraid it was the same Peter that took a sword and chopped off the ear of one of the guards who came to arrest Jesus in the garden this guy is not afraid Peter he makes a belt, say, say, who? He makes a belt, say, broekvast met the gielslang. And they fill him off with brannikels. Ay! And he was rough and on the scoff. He was a rough man. But most people, when they talk about Peter's error, they refer to the day he walked on the water. Isn't it? Then they say, look, Peter had no faith. You remember Jesus came to them one day, they were going and Jesus said, Now this Galilee Sea was, I was there some years ago on the lake of Tiberias. I, I, I stayed in the hotel, the Tiberias Hotel looking over the Sea of Galilee. Hey! And I also ate the fish that Jesus ate. It's called, uh, it's called Simon Peter's fish. Uh, there's another name, it will come to me. Yeah, Peter's fish. You order it on the seashore of Galilee. I'm taking you there. 20, what did I say? 2020 what? Soon. Yeah, after we finish the building. Amen. Then we're going to put our monies away to fly. Amen. Glory to God. You must see it. Otherwise, the Bible stories is not as great as what you see it. You see now. So Jesus told them, go so long and come. And then as they were going with the boat halfway through, they saw this man walking on the water. Yay! The Bible says they all started becoming very afraid because they thought it was a spook, a ghost. 
It doesn't, the Bible is not explicit, but I'm sure some of them wet their pants and some of them made some dirt in the water. Hey, I mean, you see a man walking on water, coming to you in the night. And I think he had white garments. Jesus had classic clothes. You remember that they gambled for his garments. And then Peter got out. He said, Lord, if it's you, can I come to you? And Jesus said, come Peter. And he actually walked. He was the only human being that walked on water. Besides Jesus Christ. And the, and the Bible says, at some time, he looked down. You know. And he sank. He didn't keep his eye on Jesus. He sank. But Jesus stretched his hand and lifted him up. And they both got into the boat. So when people talk about the mistake of Peter, they often refer to the day he, he did not look at Jesus and he, and he dropped his eyes. And I heard even pastors criticize Peter for doing that. And I thought to myself, So it's not the walking on water that I'm talking about this morning that was Peter's mistake. Peter's mistake, and, and I want to uh, bring your attention back to the renewing of the mind. And this is part of my work as a pastor here in Delft and Belha, is to renew the mind of every person, and that's every pastor's job. People come sit here, why do you come sit here every Sunday morning, armpies gevou, and sit still and luister vir hy, jylle eer na iemand wat oor een mic praat. You know what is happening? Your minds are being renewed. Hallelujah. You are being reprogrammed in the mind. If you come to sit there and you know everything, you are wasting your time. Rather don't come and give your seat to someone else. But if you come and say, Pastor, I'm here for a renewing, for a renewed mind, you've come to the right place. And you will receive what you came for. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because as I'm preaching the word, your minds are being changed. You know, your pride will prevent your mind from being changed. Because once you are proud, you block any help that can come to you. And then I can't help you. But once you humble yourself, the Lord will lift you up. Glory to God. Jesus says, unless you become like a little child, you cannot enter into the kingdom. So you must come quietly like children go to school, sit there and let them teach it, tell them whatever she is or he is telling them. The mistake of Peter was not the walking on the water. The mistake of Peter, and I, and I start by saying this straightforwardly to you, that Peter's great mistake was that his thinking was not correct. Are you with me? He was thinking that Jesus don't need to, to, to suffer. Jesus don't need to talk about the cross. There's no need because he understood how things work in those days. And when they talk about I must go to a cross, it was Jesus was not the first person crucified. Hello, are you awake here? The Romans crucified people normally. So when he said I must go to the cross, Peter told you, yeah, they're not going to hang you there for the vultures and the birds to come pick your eyes. He's thinking was not right. He thought, is there not a shortcut? Is there not another way? Is there not another way? You don't have to go this way. Do you see? 
And his thinking was so bad that Jesus realized that Satan had now spoken through him. And then after Jesus corrected him or rebuked him by telling him, Sir, get behind me, Satan. Thou thinkest not the thoughts of God, but of a man now. Now listen, where does the connection between Satan and Peter's mistake come? I'll show you quickly. The mistake of Peter and the words that he spoke was the same words the devil spoke to Jesus. When Jesus was in the wilderness, there was the enemy, Satan came to me, fasted for 40 days. Then the Bible says the devil came and said, turn the stones to bread. He said, ah, sisune. Then he said again, throw yourself, uh, 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 yeah, from this high mountain, yeah, and the angels will come and grab you. You see, he said, ah, 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 don't do that. But the last one is the same thing that Peter did. He took him to the pinnacle of a high mountain. Of, of, of the temple and he said he said behold the kingdoms you see if you bow down to me I will give you the glory of the kingdoms it's found in Matthew let me just give you the text so that you can Matthew 4 verse 8 quickly I show you Matthew 4 NLT next the devil took him to the peak of a very high mountain and showed him the kingdoms of the world hello and all the glory. Everybody say glory. glory. He showed him glory. Don't we all want glory? Yeah. We don't want a sad story. We want glory. He said, I will give it to you. If you will kneel down and worship me. But Jesus said, Get out of here, Satan. For the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Listen, similar to the words he spoke to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Get out of here, Satan. So ladies and gentlemen, in my uh, presentation of the mistake of Peter, I present to you that the mistake of Peter was to offer Jesus a shortcut to dodge the cross and to dodge the suffering. And the mistake of Peter was the way Peter thought in his mind. And the enemy wants us all to think in that way, the way of man. Thou thinkest not the thoughts of God, thou thinkest like a man. That is there no shortcut. And man is always looking for a shortcut. Man, is, man wants glory, but he doesn't want to get, he doesn't want to know how must I get to the glory. And now Jesus is saying to us, after he rebukes Peter, he gives him a discourse on how and what is expected of a follower of Jesus. Go back to that verses I gave you in Matthew 16, 21, 22, 23. He says, if any man wants to come after me, he must take up his cross. You must turn from your selfish ways. Take up the cross and follow me. Pastor, you say, why must we go to the cross? Didn't Jesus go to the cross already? Yes, he went to the cross. And that cross, he became the sacrificial lamb. 
He died so that you and I can have eternal life. But He's saying to you and to me, there's a cross for you also. Why does He say, take up your cross? That was His cross. We don't need you to be crucified to one of those crosses there. The crosses I put in the garden is only symbolism that we must not forget that Jesus died for us. That's why I, only, I didn't just put up one cross. I also put up the cross for the thieves. So that if any of you are still needing help, we can put you on the side crosses while I go to the center cross. Hallelujah! Are you with me? The mistake of Peter that his thinking was not right. You thought that Jesus is gonna, can dodge the cross. Satan said the same thing to him. Don't go to, don't do all this coming here to preach, to heal, to, to, to teach and then go to the cross and be whipped and be beaten and put crowns in your way. Don't do that. You're going to have glory if you do that. But you can have a shortcut. Just bow to me and I will give you all the kingdoms. But Jesus said, no, 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 no. I won't go your way. I'm going to go the way that God wants me to go. That's why when he knelt in the garden, do you remember his prayer? He said, Lord, this is very hard. If possible, let us cut pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will. Ha! Let your will. Let your will be done. Satan said, I can have an easy way. Aye! The Bible says as he was praying, Droplets of sweat fell to the ground like blood and angels had to come and minister to him. Because it was the moment of his crucifixion. The moment of anguish. Is there not a shortcut? It's the problem of humanity. Look at South Africa. It can help him to say anything. land. But I'm over alles for niet here. shortcuts. Everybody owes everybody. Our land is in a mess. The government promised everybody things for votes. Now the people expect everything free for votes. Nobody works hard. Nobody wants to go the hard route to achieve anything. Alles moet for niet gegeven. Mercy. You can't reach your destiny through a shortcut. Are you listening to me? You cannot fulfill your calling through a shortcut. You see sometimes a pastor with some great story and the glory. You think that it came there with a shortcut. You think what I have today and how I'm preaching to you today and what we are building here is a shortcut. You make a mistake. There is a cross for everyone to bear. If you want to follow Jesus... You must have some form of suffering. Some form of cross you must carry. And don't worry because before I finish I will tell you what your cross is going to be. You might not know but I've come to tell you. So that you can start to do what? To think correctly and think quickly. You see many people think correctly the day before they die. And they realize, yeah, it is no grace I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Must be killed. No, no, no. Think correctly, quickly. 
Get the thinking correct quickly. Matthew 26. Are you with me? I'm talking about what? The mistake of Peter. Matthew 26, 51. Look at Peter. He makes the same mistake again. One of the men with Jesus. Matthew doesn't say his name, but John says his name. One of the gospels says his name. I think it's John. But one of the men with Jesus pulled out his sword and struck the high priest slave, slashing off his ear. In other words, now they come to arrest Jesus. Peter first said, no, you're not going to go that way. It should be an easier way. Now when it really happened, he still pulls his sword. He said, yalla. Iksal yalla. Dala yalla. And he hit the sword of the man. But listen to the words of Jesus. Listen, listen. I like it. Put away your sword. Jesus said, those who use the sword will die by the sword. Listen to verse 53. Don't you realize that I could ask my father and he could send the thousands of angels to protect us? I can do it. And, and, and you would send the angels instantly if I ask him to escape this thing. If I ask him I don't want to go, he will send them. But if I did, how would the scriptures be fulfilled? That what must happen to me. John 18 verse 11. John 18 verse 11. He said to Peter. It's in John where they, they say who the disciple was. The other gospels say a disciple pulled his sword. John calls the disciple by name. He says, you know John was always with Peter. The younger. John was the youngest of the disciples. He's the one who lay his head on Jesus' breast. Jesus loved him a lot. He was the teenager. But he was always with Peter. I think Peter fight for him in the light. He's one to bully him. But Jesus said to Peter, put your sword back. Put it back. Shall I not drink from the cup of suffering? Say suffering. The Father has given me. Listen, BMI. As much as Pastor Chris wants you to prosper, and as much as I want you to have money and cars and houses, I must teach you the truth. The way to get any glory is to go through suffering and to take up your cross and follow Jesus. He said, if you do this, then I will give you all the good things I promise. But if you try to get it without the cross, you will have it the way Satan wanted to offer. Bow before me and I will give you the kingdoms. But that's not God's way. And you will not have the fulfillment that God wants to bring to you. You won't have the proper prosperity. You will have a form of godliness. You will have a form of prosperity. But it's not what God wants you to have. And it will only bring destruction. Because it's been, it's been uh, pushed by the lies of the enemy. The lies of Satan. Jesus was too quick to see that Satan is working through Peter. And he was quick enough to rebuke the devil in the wilderness. Hallelujah. Shall I not drink of the cup of my suffering? Nevertheless, let thy will be done. And the will of God was that a lamb must be slain for the sin of mankind. And every time 
the Israelites brought a little lamb to be slain. But there was going to be a day when a human being had to be slain in the place of another human being. A life for a life, a tooth for a tooth, blood for blood. God was gracious enough to say, let the blood of a lamb take the place of the blood of a man. But in, gen in reality, only the blood of a man can take the place of the blood of the man. They can't, when you're lying on the deathbed and you need blood, they can't take the blood of a lambs and animals and pigs to put into you. It has to be human blood. Because the life of the flesh is in the blood. So they must get somebody's blood. I don't know the codes of blood. The nurses can tell me. They get the few different codes of blood. You see? Is it A, B, or A plus, or A? Vivid van, van die bloed stories. As hulle vark bloed in jou stoot, dan raak sy varkerig. As hulle lam bloed in jou stoot, dan sê hy lammetje. So sy moet mens bloed kry. Is it A positive? Do you know anything about blood, baby? Huh? Different types of blood. Yeah, remember. So you can't just also get any human blood. The blood must be the same, of the same type. Huh? That's why Jesus Christ, when he died, God was happy. He said, now he has paid for the sins of the world. Hallelujah. Because all the years it was only lambs. Sometimes when the Israelite family was too poor, it was turtle doves, the blood of doves, the blood of lambs, the blood of bulls and goats. But this time, the final nail in the coffin for Satan was when the spotless lamb of God. These lambs were just a type of the real lamb. Hallelujah. That's why in Revelation, last week I preached, who is worthy to open the scroll? And they said there came one like a lamb that was slain. Hallelujah. And they said, don't cry, John, don't cry. The same John that was a teenager. There's the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. He's worthy to open the scroll because he never took a shortcut. When Satan offered him a shortcut, he said, no. I will do what my father wants me to do is to die for the sin of the world. I will go to the cross. I will be beaten. I will be treated like a thief. I will be blamed. I will be ostracized. I will be scared. So the whole world can be free. Glory to God. And we are free today because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Are you glad you saved? Are you glad you're free? The whole world is doomed to destruction, to burn in hell's fire. But Jesus is the way out of this. He's the salvation out of this. Aren't you happy that you know him? I said, are you happy that you know him? Now every Christian must take up his cross. A cross, when he mentioned to Peter, I must go to the cross. Peter didn't think of the cross you wear as a gold chain around your neck. He immediately knew that Jesus is talking about a place of death. Are you still with me? I'm finishing now. Just give me a few more of your attention. He knew immediately when he said cross. That's the wooden tree where people are crucified and killed. 
He knew immediately well, there was no confusion. The cross spoke to Peter of death and sacrifice. Today, the cross still speaks of death and sacrifice. It's nice to wear it across your head or as a symbol of a priest. I wear the cross sometimes. But in reality, the cross is a reminder of death. Something must die. Something must suffer. Something must be crucified. Now I tell you, are you ready to hear what, you must, what cross you must go to? Do you want to know? You, you don't need to go again to the wooden cross in the garden, as I said. It's only a remembrance for us. It's a nice little uh, memorabilia of the hill of Calvary. There's a little hill there. Then there's also the three crosses. Oh, Lest I forget Gethsemane, Lord, please lead me to Calvary. But there's a cross for you to bear. There's a death for you to die. And listen, my beloved people, although it sounds sad and gruesome, after the death will be the glory. But you need to go through it first. You see, the Bible says in Philippians, there is no other person that is worthy but he. Even in Revelation. Because Who's worthy to take the scroll? Nobody. But he, because he was the one that was slain. He died. He suffered. That's why he's worthy. You can only be worthy after your suffering and your cross that you carry. You will not amount to anything in the life of a believer. You won't amount to greatness. You won't see glory. Satan said, I'll show you. I'll give you all the glories. Lying. The real way is the cross. Now, to make it easy for you, because I'm a school teacher by profession, I thought of giving you one letter to remember them all. Is that a good thing? Otherwise, you forget. Say Amen. 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 Say Hallelujah. And there, or let me give you just five. Five is enough. The areas that the cross must work in your life. The letter, the letter, F spells family. Say family. The cross must work in your family. When I say cross, it means there must be a death. We are the boodschappers that deep for the tent at the service. Ik moet hem gaan het voor een pastors conference. Wat denk jullie? I'm giving you five F's. Where's Lucy? Is Lucy not here? The one that helps me with my books. Hi, she's missing this one. But you'll give her the notes, right? The five F's. And they must, they must be a death to your family. Who brought pastor now? And fail only as the caras blood. That thing, blood is the caras water. That's not a biblical thing. It's a human thing. There's a lot of human sayings. Also, stadium, also, familium. Hello, 
I'm sad to tell you, and all of you listening to me by Facebook, whether you're from the United States of America, or from Germany, or from Canada, there's going to be a death to your first F. It's your family. Sorry to say. If I look at my Jesus, the Bible says his brothers did not believe in him. The Bible says his mother came there and the disciples said, Hey, here are your ma's here and your bruises here. I said, Wish, wish my ma and my bruise. But where is Suni? Is he he's even blood? It's not about blood and now. He said, You see these people? This is my family, my new family. I have died to my family. And I preach this and I will not will stand back from it. Your immediate family, your wife and your children is what God gives you to, to become your close-knit family. And on certain occasions, even that is sometimes sacrifice. Yeah, that's a very deep sacrifice. But in generally, the aunties, uncles, brothers and sisters, if you think you can serve the Lord and have all of them, keep all of them happy, you're making a big mistake, friends. There's going to have to come a sacrifice to the family. Say family. Long time ago, my brothers and some of my sisters wrote me off. Not because I was a school teacher, because I decided to tell people about Jesus Christ. And they themselves called themselves priests and pastors. But there's going to come a time when you must be cut off from family. Are you listening? Ma, but many of us don't want that. We want the shortcut. Also, friend of us with Ammo. Or can you force of a milliwerk goodbye saying? That is a cross. If any man wants to come after me, there's one scripture where he says, If you don't leave mother and father and wife and children for my name's sake, you can't be my disciple. Now, this type of preaching is not common because we don't want to preach as a bikita heart. But I want us to think correctly, quickly. My, I had to give up family. My wife had to give up family. Pastor Charlie, Pastor Robin, all those who really want to follow, really want to follow, you have to die to the F, the family. Some of them will, will find the Lord. Glory be to God. Jesus' brothers later found the Lord. That's why the, the book of James is written by the brother of Jesus. Yeah. But in, in, in John chapter 4, 5 and 6, they, they, you can see clearly, they, they did not believe in him. Do you understand? Imagine one of the brothers, he's now, he came out of the same womb, but God has blessed and anointed him. He even calls himself the son of God. I'm sure the brothers told the friends in Israel, I may bruise you lekkens and copy me. My brother told other people, may bruise you lekkens and copy. So I know exactly what Jesus not exactly, but I know a kind of what he should have gone through. They thought they told the brother, Yeah, he's mal. I said, Jesus, Bruni, are you not the brother of Jesus? He says, So my sister van God. Ay! My my personal brothers, my own brothers told some of my church members, stop going to my brother's church. He's just taking money out of your pocket. I, they called me a thief, just like Jesus. That's why the crucifixion was for thieves. Remember the two thieves on the side? 
So if there are two thieves on the side, meaning they also see him as a thief. He was crucified between two thieves. I said, praise the Lord, I'm also now called a thief. Just like my Savior. Is the message too deep? You don't want to leave your family? You can't say no? I'm not saying just leave your family for the sake of leaving. I'll say, when they want to say to you, you can't follow Jesus like you do, then you must be willing to let them go. But you see, that's the problem what uh, many Christians can't do. Uh, they can't go that far. Satan says, don't do that. Bow before me. I give you the glory. Because I'm with my bros. We have many orangus that leave here. They first say goodbye to their families. Listen to this. I'll say bye-bye. When I see no family, As soon as they leave here, they back to their families. You want to see backsliding? You can see that you follow, but not so far. Says we are by Macau. Woo, it's lekker. How big is the castle ladder? How big is the spitter stuyvers? And it's all so ergy. They can't even show the year of dinner so on the placerly. It's got big gardens by two per Sunday. We can't even ask a Sunday cake to Ghana. Can you cake your little man? Your little bit of a plot. Ik is maar niet bij de eerste F. En die tijd is alweer klaar. Hoe laat is het? Oei. De second F. Ik kan blijven bij family. I've experienced it myself. My brothers call me a thief. I don't even care if they listen to this video. Because it's the truth. Some call me a false prophet. They call me a false prophet. They call Jesus also the same. Ik voel zo lekker als alle mensen kan namen noemen en dan voel ik er is nou zo Jesus. Call me a false prophet. Leading people astray. They said to Jesus, "You're doing this work by a demon." Remember. You're doing this work by the spirit of Beelzebub. Hey, call me a demon. I'm leading people astray. Thank you. But I've died to my family. Do I go sit and drink tea with him? Not, uh, no, 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 no. Why? I have a new family. I've died to my old family. I must be to them as someone that is dead. Chrissy, was Chrissy? Chrissy, bestaan nie meer nie. Waar Lucilla? Nou zit een lekker. Hulle bestaan nie meer nie. Hulle is dood. I've died. I've picked up my cross. Christie staan hier op staal en op zand. En hy bou. Groen met zijn nieuwe broers en sisters. Halleluja. Ja. Hy eet peanut wat en brood met zijn nieuwe broers en sisters. Halleluja. Op een zaterdag marag. I don't, I don't exist. Death means you'll never hear his voice again. That's death. You will never hear his voice again. Isn't it so? My wife always tells me, when someone dies, it means the end. It's final. You'll never hear his voice again. He's gone. 
Is it too hard to follow Jesus in that way? But it's the way he's calling us to. Did he say, I didn't say, he said it. If you don't want to lose, if any man come to me, Luke 14, 26, hate not his father, his mother and wife. This story from his wife, the other Bible is all the bang for the women. That's why we don't encourage divorce, but in some cases, when the wife prevents the, the man from doing the work of God, then even divorce is permitted. Yeah. Or separation. Let's say, if you divorce, you play me on your hook and I go on with the work of the Lord. That's it. That's what you say. You listen to me. But also, it's Danny. It's husband. It is not his father, his mother, his wife, his children and his brethren. His sisters. You know? And even his own life. He cannot be my disciple. No, no, no. This is too deep. Too deep. Number two. I'm preaching about the mistake of Peter. Part one. Peter's mistake was to think that he didn't have to die. He didn't have to go to the cross. So we said to Jesus, there should be another way. My brothers, it's a mistake. There's no other way. You must go to the cross. Not the cross that Jesus went to, but there's a cross for you to bear. Number two, if, friends, say if, friends. Maar voor ik veel vat naar friends toe. Kijk nou die discrefie. Matthew 10, 34. Matthew 10, 34. In case you think this is my own preaching. I spoke this on Wednesday night on Facebook. But you most didn't tune in because you didn't have data. Okay. Now it says, don't imagine that I came to bring peace to earth. Jesus speaks. I came not to bring peace but the sword. Go on to the other verse there. I've come to set the man against his father. A daughter against a mother. And a daughter-in-law against a mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. Kijk wat gaat als hij iets anders naar hij? Pebben? Is there another 36, 37? Yeah. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Do you know when I pray for my children, I say, Lord, I love them, but not more than you. I, I'm, I'm so afraid God will prove me wrong. So I have to say, I love them, take care of them, but not more than you. Because this verse makes me afraid. God doesn't like to, you to love anybody more than him. Is there another thing after that? Is that, is that the law? If you refuse to take as a Christ, the cross of the family, is it scriptural? Is it scriptural? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it if you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you're not worthy of being mine. He spoke about losing the, 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 the family members. Huh? Then he said it's a cross. Is it there? I said, you see? 
He said, these are the family members. It's a cross. Number two is the friends. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Bad company corrupts good character. Where's Morgan? Is here. Morgan, you know why many of you West Bank people can't follow Jesus Christ? This friend thing is a problem. Listen to me, everybody, all the young people under the age of 30. Have you noticed in social media there's a new thing called friend? So if my wife say, why can't you see the picture? I say to my fro, why can't I see the picture? Then my wife say, you're not a friend of that person on Facebook. You're not a friend of that person. You're not friends with Amal. But now I say to you, to follow Jesus, you must lose friends. Say, Aina. Say, Aina. Your pastor, Neeman, he had a thousand friends on Facebook. So you see what happens is, my brother, they, they want to follow Jesus, but they're not prepared to lose their friends. And that's why the friends keep on pulling them back into the world. Say, no man, what the church sisters? They must be a sister. Goe met ons man, slat shorty. Gatsies in die broekie. Wees vir amal ons a jaatsie. So you want to serve the Lord. You're on a Sunday, you look dignified. But you only, uh, uh, you, are, you are a pretender. Because from Monday to Saturday, you, nobody knows if you're a Christian. You cannot give up your friends. You don't want your friends at school to think you're some fully funky, chunky, whatever. No. You want to look as one of the girls. Some girls look like prostitutes going to high school. Their skirt is so short, they keep walking like this. I heard you got school to trick you onto a prostitute. I'm sorry for this. Cut it out of this Facebook stuff. But it's true. Then to my surprise, when I look at my church youngsters and the mother sitting here allow this rubbish, you let your child's, child go to school like a prostitute. Your child is there for education. Not to show the legs and the knees and whatever to the boys. Jesus. The schooner moet niet vastgemaakt worden, want het is een nieuwe stijl. Schooner is los. Ik heb ook al gekeken, je rookers, je les kunnen allemaal zo los. I was a school teacher, so I can see. Skutsie wordt afgetrek, heel tijd afgetrek. Dier goed wat hulle snij, man. Hulle wil wees, en as het nog rimpels zoek, as het nog mooi goed he. Had hulle tijds onderaan, man, hulle is bang as het oppas, hulle wees ons al die rimpels uit. Praat ek die waarheid, man. Maar vet en vol rimpels. Jassie. But you see, you don't want to come to the right side because few will be on that road. You can't say no to friends. I tell you, none of you would have been, thank you, Morgan, none of you would have been into cigarettes, drugs. It's always a friend that starts this thing, right or wrong. That's why Mike Modok said something nice. He said, or what was Bishop Dago said, if God wants to bless you, 
He'll send the person into your life. And when the devil wants to destroy you, he also sends a person into your life. Yeah. And normally it's that friend. Gaat goed samen, man. Gaat goed samen. Die vloekwoorden. You see, when you with a company, you'll speak like them. When you with a company, you'll dress like them. When you with a company, the Bible says when the disciples, when Peter and John was freed from prison, they returned to their own company. Say company. Bad character corrupts good company. That's why we teach loyalty, disloyalty. We take out the bad character, not to disrupt our good company. Hey! This church is good company. And if there's a bad character, I shall you cry. And it's got your eight down. She shall you weg and she shall so licht van my rabbite. My ectraki. I could almost eat her. Anybody who lives here, they go and they make stories up about how bad we are. And we do this and we do. Then they tell other people that's remaining here. You have to tell your own mark. What's your own? Zij moet je opparen, oe opmaak. Zij zei van mij mensen, dan moet je oe opmaak. Wat ze oe moet je opmaak? Om wat te zien? Je wil niet die jaren volgen, zoals hij vraagt. Dan is ik zo maar die veel in. Friends! Je moet bij je prijs. Say goodbye. Oh, my time, my time. Can I give you another if? There's a cross you must bear. The cross of finances. Matthew 6 verse 24. Listen to me, friends. I say to you, no one can serve two masters. If you will hate the one and you will love the other will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and, ma- and money. You cannot. And I believe the Lord instituted the tithe as a test for your love. Yeah. So a lot of people preach against the tithe. It's the devil, the devil. I'm telling you, it's the devil to make the church crumble and disintegrate. God is building his church. Now, anyone who's building, don't you think he will want the people to bring offerings to the work of God, to bring their tithes so that the house can be built? How can you preach against money and tithing and say people mustn't bring money to the church? Isn't it clear your your intention is to, to, to crumble the church? Are you with me? God said, you must bring your tithe to the storehouse so that they can be meat in the house. The house mustn't be uh, 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 without meat. It must not be swagging in the eyes of the Lord. Now, where God says, I think it is right. I'm going to give 10%. So, there will always be flesh in the eyes of the Lord. Say, Amen. But now, come and say, Well, the Lord, you come and you want to serve God. But this part, you've given up the family. You've given up the friends. But the finances. Pastor. You ask a hard thing of me. Pastor, ek verdien min, pastor. Waar kan ek nou nog vir die kerk elke maand gee van die bitchie, pastor? 
It's a death you have to die. What are you dying to? You're dying to the love of money. Why must I die to the love of money? Because Jesus said, you cannot serve two masters. You will love the one and you will hate the other. So you will either hate God or you will hate money. What do you choose? I hate money. I've chosen not to love money. Money is not evil. Hello? There's nothing wrong with money. Money is not evil. But the love of money is evil. Are you with me? Money is not evil. But the love of money is the root of all evil. Sometimes you have enough. You see? Why, why did the politicians in this government, the South African government, steal not, not, not a hundred rand, not a thousand rand, millions? Do they need millions? If I want to buy me a nice house in the white area here under the hill, I don't need 400 million. No, man, I is just 20 million, man. That's still like me 20 million. And maybe not so 50 for a lekker currency. Who can steal say 500 million? They said they're afraid, man. They politician with praat met jou. They want to steal. God gaat jou kry. And they steal your honey money. They steal no for your uncles and your aunties who buy. Can't la. Hey. Ons kan praat, ons hoef nie bang te wees. Skelm sy vet sal braai. You know why they steal? The love of money. Yeah? Isn't it enough, the little bit? Ze wil nou nog en nog. Some stole billion, billions, billions. That's why the country suffering. Because money that had to be used for building houses... Uh, bridges, roads, companies is in one person's pocket because of the love of money. That's why all sin, you can, you can trace all sin back to the love of money. All. Selling of drugs. Do you think the man who sells drugs, he likes to smoke drugs? Some of them don't even smoke it. It's the money they want. Yeah, your children smoke it and bring them the money. It's the money, it's not the drugs they want. I watch a lot these uh, drug cartels. I like to watch it on National Geographic. You know how they cut the drugs from Colombia? It is not the easy thing. It's exchanging of from one country to another country to the border, in the ship, in the helicopter. It's idea. And the drugs come here in South Africa. It takes a while. It takes a many, many exchanges of hands. It gets sold there for $10 per ounce. When it lands here eventually, it's almost 100,000 rand per ounce. It's about the money. The love of money. So God wants to free us Christians from that love. Yes, He does. So He says, bring your tithe to the storehouse. Giving is the only sign that you have mastered greed. Giving. God has instituted giving to show you have mastered the, the greed. Yeah. And if you don't give, it shows you didn't conquer that if. The death to finances. The death to finances. 
I wish I could continue, but I need to close. We must break bread. There's another if. Fame. Fame. You must die to fame. I want to be great. I want the people to see me. I want my friends to like me. It's fame. I want to be famous. John the Baptist said, now that Jesus has come, I must decrease so that he can increase. That's why churches are not big. Must I tell you why? A lot of people think the pastor can't have all the glory and all the honor. We also want our own glory and honor. Then they break away and go start their own little churches. It's the sin of fame. You want to be great. The people that built the tower to Babel, they wanted to make themselves great and known. But the Lord destroyed their works. And he said, that's not the way to be great. Do what I tell you and I will make you great. Then he took Abram as an example and he said, Abram, go to a land that I will show you. And Abram obeyed God. And God said to him, I will make you a great nation and I will make your name great. Hallelujah. But now the desire to be great, so we join the wrong groups, we join the wrong crowds, we want to use our money that we must give for tithing to buy nightcaps, nighttops, night brands, night techies. It's all Nigerian, but we all wear all these different type of stuff. Why? Why are you advertising for night? Is night paying you? You want to be famous. You want to, you look, want to look in. I see Christians look like the world. I can't understand it. You have more change around your neck and stuff. So they shoot you by accident. They say, You blame it on school, man. You can think of school here where you are. He like a necessary world. But it was not school here. He had a mistake. He had not the ball of water. Is something wrong with you? Why do you have to dress like them? We're going to mistake you for one of them. We're going to mistake you. We're going to mistake you. Dye your hair up. What is that color? Peroxide. One of my youngsters, he died this year. I said, what is this? I said, you're a mason. I said, not a mason. Pogba, Pogba. I said, Pogba, stay off my hair, man. Sa Pogba. Kan mo sien hy man die nie die heren nie. Strip my zie oor. No man. You can't pay the price. You want to look like the whole world. You want to be famous. And that's why people steal and rob because they want to wear the stuff. You don't need it. You must die. Don't want to be great. Let the fame go. Jesus will lift you up. He will make you great. Yes, he will make you great. Sometimes it costs you. Some, some people have to give up their sports to follow Jesus. My son was playing golf very well. And so a pastor said to me, he can go into golf and become a pro. I said, he will not, he, he will not become a pro because if you, do, if you want to really do good at any sport, you must give up your Sundays, your Saturdays, your Mondays, your Tuesdays, you must go all out and you will not have time for God. This was just, I said to him, no, no, you play for fun. I said, nothing wrong with sports, but you play for fun, but you won't go all out because if you go all out for that thing, you can't go all out for God. 
And I said, no, he doesn't have to be a pro. God will make him great. God will make him great. The last F as I close. What did I say? What was the last F that I said? Fame, fame. I give you one more F. Fornication. Sorry that I know I've slept up didn't what? You must die to fornication. And as much as you sit in the church, can you see me on the camera, boy? As much as you're all in the church and you look so gloomy and nice, you're not always in church. Now the question is, where are you when you're not in church? Under whose blankets are you lying? Where are you fornicating? If you're not fornicating, I'll tell you what I'm going to do with you. Mensen wat kwaad raakt voor de prediker is, hoe kan hij doen wat zij doen? People who get angry at the preacher is that thing that you are doing that's affecting you. But if we can't die to fornication, fornication is having sex and you're not yet married. Ons praat hier van adultery nie. Adultery is if you're married and you're having sex with another woman that's not your wife. No, fornication is you can even have a girlfriend and have sex with her. It's wrong in the eyes of God. Why mustn't I preach what is right in the eyes of God? Young girls and boys. You see, once you taste this thing, is the devil, he, the Bible talks in Revelation, the, 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 the woman, she caught them in the web of a fornication. She caught the saints, she, she deceived the saints through the web of a fornication. I can't go into depth, but once you give up your purity and the man slept with you, he no longer is nothing precious of you that he wants to marry you. Nothing. Because he has tasted everything already. I will to prove it. I will not anaplek can prove it. You don't believe me. And then you cry crocodile tears. Yeah. So even if you are doing it under the preaching of my word, you can stop it. God can help you. And tell your boyfriend, my pastor has said, I can't after it. Ze moet met mij trouwen. En als ze te jong is, dan wacht zij bikkie. Ik ga nog altijd die wees. Ik ga wachten voor jou, zij wacht voor mij. Als het ware liefde is, wacht zij voor mij. Maar die fornication, slaap hier, slaap daar, slaap hier, slaap. Die dag als ik als ik trouw, dat die jou marry, dan you sleep with 10, 15 boys. That's what the devil does. It's not right. You were supposed to be kept for your husband. And you're supposed, this is the word of God. It's old-fashioned. I know it's old-fashioned. But God's word never changes. It never changes. Yes, we make mistakes. I'm not saying it's the end of your world. If you made a mistake, you can start today and say, I'm going to stop this thing. Because you see, that boy will walk around and say, No, I got klaar met They make you cheap. Yeah. And there's many other things that happen. Spiritual encounter. It's a spiritual exchange when you sleep with someone. When you have sex with someone, there is a, there's blood that is exchanged. And every blood exchange is a spirit. The life of the flesh is in the blood. You will carry that person with you till the day you die. Even if you marry somebody else. You need to die to this thing. Paul said, let there be not even mention of fornication among the believers. You don't have to say amen, but it's a But they is verkeerd in die huis van die Heere. And I know some men, everybody's not on the same level. So some men come here, they see the woman, they think, hey, this is a lekker juicy, voluptuous lady. Yeah. And, and it's quick to get involved with you. 
You see? It's quick. It's, it's not long. And especially here in, in, in Cape Town. I, 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 I shiver sometimes to see how quick girls give off their purity and their virginity. I, I, I can't believe it. And also, there must be a very long time to have chocolates and chips to have for a sunsi. What for that? You have just a toffee lux. Alles klar. Trek uit, trek uit, trek uit, trek uit. Daar is die toffielaks. Forgive me for the way I'm preaching. But I'm talking to my people. That I must counsel in my chamber. That I hear. You just met the boy last week and you slept with him. It's not right. It's not from God. You must die to fornication. And you, you know, my wife teaches me a lot of things about how girls think, because I don't know how girls think. And she, she told me that for the girl, it's not so much the act of sex, the pleasure. It's more that she, want, she wants to feel wanted that this guy likes her. So she gives him that thing. You don't have to give it to him. You don't have to. You've got other brothers and sisters that love you, that don't want to sleep with you. You've got a pastor that loves you, that don't want to sleep with you. Don't let a young man tell you he loves you, then he wants to sleep with you. No, if he loves you, he must wait. It's not wrong to love. It's not wrong to love. We can love. But come on, we don't do this. But tomorrow, we'll look at the way. 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 It's a death you must die. And you young men, Especially the men, you, you are like lions. Young one, young, one, young, one young man told me the truth. He said, Pastor, I love you. He said, I like you. He said, I speak the truth. He said, Pastor, I speak the truth. He said, I must be sexy until I get married. But Pastor, I have to be ready. He said, I'm going to give you a job. I'm going to give you a job. See? So that's why we encourage, don't have relationships early. Be friends from a distance. From a distance. I love you far and small. Then when you start to get together, there must be rules in place. And then you must have idea, marry. There's no reason to have a girlfriend if you don't want to marry her. Nothing. I can only eat fat for kosi, your maat kosa nice. I have your movies with the fat, you let the big screen TV. They need nuts. Maar ze wil trouwen, dan kan ik kom. En een boy dat zegt tegen je, hij doesn't want, hij is not sure if he wants to marry. Wat zoek ze met zo'n man? Hij is je boyfriend, maar hij wil niet trouwen. Ze is mos vaak, meisje. Ze is vaak. Zo je gebrek je niet. Voor zij en een vrouw wat hij in dag, ze is zo nuisselig. His mind must be, I want to marry. Every good young man's mind that wants a girlfriend, he must, I want you because I want to marry you. So if you're not sure, don't, don't be boyfriend and girl. Just be friends. Then you'll feel your heart will start pumping. And she will have the same feeling. Then there are other things in place. But my time will not allow me. I'm preaching about the mistake of Peter. And kijk, waar draai ons nou by fornication? Yeah, Peter, it is fornicating. But it's three so. I gave you five Fs. What was number one? You must die to family. Number two, die to friends. Number three, die to finances. Number four, 
title for him and number five. Is it a good message? Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bow your heads, please. Bow your heads, please. The Apostle Paul said we must bury the old man. We must die to our own will. And say, Lord, let your will be done. It's not easy. But it was worth it. Brother, play me that beautiful chorus. It wasn't easy. But it was worth it. Sissy Winans. You see, to follow Jesus is not easy, my friends. Your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. It's not easy to stand here in front of you and speak like I spoke today. I also want to be liked by people on TV, on camera, but I decided to die to self so that I can tell you the truth. It's hard to follow Jesus. And that's the truth. But at the end, there's the glory. It's a shortcut, but it's not the way God wants you to do. You must take up your cross and follow Him. But He said, I will bless you in this life and in the life to come. But in this life, you will also see the blessings. If there's anyone here that say, Pastor, pray for me. I'm not going to call you forward, but there where you stand, I'm going to pray for you. If any of the things I was preaching affected you today, you don't have to tell anybody between you and God. But it's a sign that you want prayer. I'll pray for you. Stand to your feet. If you want me to pray for you, don't be afraid. Stand to your feet. Yes, there's one. Stand. I see another one. Stand. Another one. Stand. Maybe we can all stand. We can all stand. It wasn't easy. Let's see where are you. Where's the girls? Words must be faster, please. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. But it was worth it. But it was worth it. It's not easy. It wasn't easy. It's not easy. It wasn't easy. Wasn't easy, but it was worth it. How's that first line? Do you know the chord? The verse? Don't think for a moment. Don't think for a moment. I never felt the pain. I never felt the pain. You can't imagine. You can't imagine the hurt and the shame. The hurt and the shame. They put the nails through my hands yes. pierced my side please understand it wasn't easy oh no but it was worth it it wasn't easy 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 But it was worth it I'm gonna 
break bread with you and at this moment I, I'm going to ask you to speak to God and ask him to help you to go to the cross and not choose the easy way this bread and this wine we will drink is to remind us that he took the hard way it wasn't easy don't think for a moment that i didn't feel the pain it wasn't easy we must all feel the pain of following jesus it will be hard but it will be worth it amen serve the people and then i will pray for them before we eat and drink it wasn't easy beautiful it, it wasn't, wasn't easy, easy but it was worth it it wasn't easy it wasn't easy it wasn't easy to do it. I didn't have to do it. I did it anyway. But I did it anyway. Because I really love you. I really loved you. So much I took your place. I died for your sins. Yes, I'm the one. Don't take it lightly what I've done. It wasn't easy. pastors to join me is there some pastors here we are now gonna i'm gonna pray for those who indicated they want prayer and if you want me to pray for you in your heart by eating the bread we remember the lord's body that was bruised for us this is the cross he went to the cross and he was bruised for our iniquities then his blood flowed as they beat him with whips and they put the spear in his side and the crown on his head he said whenever you eat even before you went to the cross he had the supper with his disciples and said eat this bread this is my body which will be broken for you drink this wine it is the blood of the new covenant no more lambs or bulls or goats but the blood of a man will be shed for you the blood of the real lamb the spotless lamb and as we eat it we identify to be one one with his body the body of jesus is the church of jesus we are one with the church and jesus's life will now flow into us 
because the bread becomes part of us so Jesus becomes part of us the wine becomes part of us as we drink it so the blood cleanses us from all sin may the Lord deliver you may the Lord help you to to die to family to friends to finances to fame to fornication I know it's hard it's a very hard thing but if you can do it Jesus promised a lot of good things and I can tell you something Jesus does not lie but he promised he will give you many people have walked in it already because they gave up a lot of things to follow Jesus it will cost you may as you eat the bread and the wine you surrender your life to him afresh today say a prayer to yourself and then you eat the bread amen Let us eat together the body of Jesus. After they ate, he took another cup and he said, "This is the new covenant in my blood." Every time you drink it, you must drink it in the remembrance of me. And whenever you get together, as often as you can, remember Calvary. Let's ask the Lord to cleanse us from our sin, to help us, to strengthen us. May the blood, as food and wine strengthens your body, may this blood strengthen us to go to the cross and pay the price to be real followers of Jesus. Drink together the blood of Jesus. didn't have to do it but i did it anyway cuz i really love you so much i to your place i died for your sins yes i'm the one don't take it lightly what i've done it wasn't easy it was worth it oh yeah one more time it, it was for time I'm sorry I preached longer than what I should there's a next uh, church service our Kosa language service is starting it's a great service you can all those who are if there's m- available chairs you can join now listen as I close uh, we you know we didn't take offering again huh okay we're going to take an offering and uh, you know one of the uh, one of the areas for death is finances God requires of us to give a 10% of our, of our earnings to the church. You can try your own way to become prosperous or you can try God's way. Maybe you've tried your own way for very long but I don't see you prosper. Why don't you try God's way and bring 10% of your money to God and see what it does for you? 
I tell you, God doesn't lie. You'll be blessed abundantly. Then if you want to give, everyone must always have a building fund envelope. Where's the lady with the building fund envelopes? Can somebody show me an indication? Because I see Michelle. Oh, Michelle. You, don't be far from the door. Put the table by the door so they can take a building fund envelope. Whether you put a 10 rand in or a thousand rand, every little sin really, really helps us. Do you understand? Then we made some calendars. Every year I give calendars for free. But because we must pay so many things for the building, I thought maybe if you can cover the cost of the calendars, then I don't have to spend that money. I can pay laborers. All right. So I think Deidre said it's like 15 rand to print a calendar. So if you can give a 15 rand, you can get it. Or if you want to give more, it depends on you. But minimum about 15 rand. It's a beautiful calendar with this building picture on and my face. And you know, my face makes your house look nicer. I just checking. It's always good when you tell the people that's your pastor. Amen. Very, very nice. So it's going to be here by Wednesday. So if you, you can just, if your name is on the list, just tell her you want. We're only going to print for those who want. It's anyway, Lenny, it's all right. They can have a knit and create by spa, by shop right checkers, all that too. Good, all give a knit. But always for a 15 rand is my knit. Then betaal ik hier nog tijden, want ik wil liefste vier mannen betaal om te koopen werkjesin. I said good. All right. So I'm going to close in prayer. Then we're going to let the Kosa service come in. Is there no way that we can like go out there then the others come in here? Or it, will it not work? No, no, no. I think we still need the five minutes to clean the chairs with a sanitizer, isn't it? Mas corona ni klaar doodie. As hy nog hier. Wie van jylle dra corona duivel? Ons sal jylle bestraf nou met olie. What? Oh, they didn't take it yet. Sorry. Before I close. So, we are the two offering guys. Take out your offerings. I told the people, when you take out your offerings, I want people bending down, opening their bags. and. You don't have to stand up and people are ready to put in your hand. No, man. Go a little deeper in your sack. Grab a little there and haal out your geld. And schrijf your check out. Haal your card out and come to Ligle. Come to Ligle. You put your offering, your card in there. Pay with your card. Are you ready? Are you ready with your offerings? Father, bless the offerings. Go to them and they will give. Count the cost. Take up your cross and follow Him. Oh yeah, oh oh, oh yeah. Take up your cross and follow Jesus. Take up your cross. Tithing, building fund, offerings. Those are the three things you throw in. Tithing, building fund, and offerings. The Lord sees what you give. The Lord sees it. And the Lord will bless you. The Lord will bless you. Take up your cross and follow Him. Yes. Alright. Are you done? Who still has money that you want to give but they never came to you? You all gave something? If you want to prosper, always give to God. You'll see you'll prosper. You'll come with your own car to church soon, yes. Clavan taxis and Ubers. Your eye carry. Amen. Yes, a city golf. Then a GTI golf after now. Wow. Father, bless those beautiful people. Bless their lives. Prosper them. 
protect them from disease and sickness. May the blood of Jesus cover them. Bless them, Lord. I bless them with the blessing of the Lord. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the Father, the fellowship, the communion, the contribution, the participation, and the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you all. And all God's children say,